I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, listeners, let us light your candles, because, Mama, we're so hard to handle now. Yes, we are. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus, and meet the band. Jim's here. <laughs> Hello. Luke's here. It's a shit band. And Pete's right. here. A little bit rude. <laughs> I know, hey. <sighs> right then, G- oh, G- Glenn Johnson. <laughs> Glenn Johnson. He scored a brave goal at the weekend, didn't he? He'd be, he'd be called up for England again now. Do you think? <laughs> yeah. He's been up John this season. John Glenson, why not? John Glenson. <laughs> um, big GJ. Uh, yeah, very braveness. Uh, uh, what about your favourite brave goal or brave moment or, or, or a brave happening from the world of football, Jim? Uh, well, I'm sorry to be so serious, right? Um, but I think one of the bravest decisions ever made in football was made by Justin Fashnu, um to tell the world he was gay. Oh, that's ruined my one. I was oh, behind yeah, the whole thing with a joke. Well, well you can still do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to give you the end next time. I'm going to have to give you <laughs> the points, aren't I? Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, 
<laughs> if you if you play dirty, Marcus, I will. <laughs> Not to disrespect the man's memory. To be um, fair, no, that yeah, that's that's a good answer. Well, 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 well it was, done. wasn't it? I mean, it must have been difficult enough being a black player in the eighties, let alone yeah. being gay as well. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it, and being brother with his brother as well. John Fashioner, who recently said a couple of years ago he wasn't gay, he was just an attention seeker. Wow. Uh, pretty Did much, yeah, wow. absolutely staggering. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, his the end of his life was incredibly, incredibly tragic, and there's a lot of um, mm. questionable things that happened as well. But just uh, th- that decision must have been so difficult in the eighties, and obviously mm. it basically ruined his career and his life, didn't it? So yeah, it was brave. Well said, Jim. Yeah, well done, Jim. That's uh, yeah, g- a good start, Luke. I'm oh, glad I don't have to follow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> go on. My answer. Don't think I'm not aware of what I've done. I yeah. want that on record. My answer was going to be um, in the face of such difficulty and and showing such bravery in in recent recent days would mm. be uh, Massimo Cellino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the dastardly figures, the shady figures in the corridors of power mm. at the Football Association have now just suddenly announced that the big man himself. Mm. Isn't fit or proper to be a, the owner or director of a football club, and yeah, yeah. who would have thought? I, I think he's shown great bravery amongst all this, That's and I'd like to <laughs> applaud him personally and as a as a on behalf of the whole show. Yeah, I'm sure you're behind me on that, and and stick, you know, keep fighting the good fight, Massimo. Yeah, yeah. and um, fingers crossed for your future. You're not alone, man. Fourteen yeah. days to appeal. Yeah, yeah. Mm. In fact, the bravery to just ignore all those tax bills is, is <laughs> yeah. pretty good as Isn't well. Isn't the official reason that he didn't pay tax on his yacht? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, import tax. Yeah, but this this came up in March. If you can float something to somewhere, you'd, I don't think you should have to pay import tax. Yeah, it's like I just floated there, governor. <laughs> I just I just let it go and, and it just floated there. It's got no, wheels. No, I'm floating away again. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Use the Ooh. existing law? Yes, I am. I do believe, officer, I've just floated outside your jurisdiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In my blimp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Peter. Um, well, considering I did just ask you uh, while the theme tune to the Football Rabble was on what the opening question was, I'm going to go for that man that David Batty basically kicked in the face. Oh, yeah in that football match can't remember what match it was uh, it was certainly for England I don't know mm. that uh, but I don't know who it was but it was against very, Tunisia I think it might have been in I'm going to say that yeah, yeah. why was he particularly brave because he went toe to toe with David Batty and got right. kicked in face the face to toe. yeah I think <laughs> he just went up with a header and Batty happened to kick him I yeah, don't exactly. think that was I think that's brave. brave I think that's brave to do because David Batty might dispatch a bicycle kick at any moment if you, if you, I, you by preparing, he's known for them. He's known got, for them, isn't he? He's he could have gone with John Terry on the old uh, Alex Song boot. Well, that's what I was Abby thinking. Yeah, yeah. Abby Which I think in the League Cup. Sadly, I think Abby Diaby might be more remembered for that than anything else in his career. Genuinely, C- certainly injured him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Terry got up eventually. Yeah, I think Terry was knocked out. Was he, he was. Not? Yeah, I think he was yeah, yeah. momentarily. Blimey, that's where he got the first got the moniker England's brave John Terry, I believe. Yeah, um, Butcher Terry Butcher's blood. Paul Lynch as well. Paul Ince as well. Anyone who's bled. ever tried to lay hands on uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah, or Rookie. Mm. Mm. Uh, Bert Troutman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't think he knew that no. at the time. He's yeah. got armor neckers. Jim's got the points. Bob, yeah. Bob Wilson did a similar thing to um, Bert Troutman. Did he? Which apparently, you know, he was cycling around every Premier League ground for a charity reason. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was the home at the time. Yeah, that's right. It was the home of And he, um, his doctor, like, found an old, like, like hairline fracture in his leg that he'd never been aware of. And he sort of retraced his steps. And he's like, oh, I remember, yeah, against Spurs. So he, he broke his leg and ne- like actually never knew. Oh, I, 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 I'm obviously not a doctor, but I, I believe that a lot of top athletes, when they get hairline fractures and very small fractures in their leg bones, because <coughs> their muscles are so strong, it's, it's actually reasonably common they can uh, not not know. Mm. 
because yeah. their muscles just yeah. pick up the slack. Yeah, Doctor Luke says footballers have strong muscles. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> I, I, think, I think didn't that happen to Stuart Pearce famously at half time? He wanted to play. That's on. right. Yeah, he wanted to run it off, didn't he? Was, yeah. the, was the story. <laughs> I feel yeah, fine. Like, I think there was a young Hibs player who, uh, in the last few seasons, he had a broken leg, but he wanted to play. No, you've got a broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at the long term here. Yeah. <laughs> Not even the long term. Yeah. Like yeah. Your leg could just split in half, mate. Let's look at any term. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yes, uh, Jim got the points there, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, and now we go to... Oh, uh, actually, staying on that um, Liverpool one very, very quickly, the Liverpool mm. match, obviously they won 1-0. Did you see the French... I think it was a French journalist asking Brendan Rodgers... He Rogers, was definitely French, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Well, could look be, at the question. Well, could be Swiss-French. I think French French. I yeah, think okay. full French. <laughs> French French. Full I French. imagine he was on a bicycle with a black and white stripy top, onions around his neck, yeah. beret, the lot. Okay. French squared he was. <laughs> he, he was asked, kissing that bike. I asked Rogers whether the feeling was orgasmic when the goal went in. But Rod, Rogers' reaction to it was so funny. I've, I don't think I've seen a grown man look more like a teenage virgin ever in my life. He just seemed to completely collapse and go to bits. He seemed so awkward. Yeah. I don't think he did, did he? I thought he was, I thought he was all right. I think no, he was you could tell it was playing he? on his mind. He was thinking about it, but he was just yeah. saying like something else. Yeah, just his media training's kicking yeah, in. Like, yeah. and it, you know, he's not really thinking about what he's saying. It's just pure muscle memory. And the whole time he's going, "What did he just ask me?" Like, <laughs> yeah, but in that, in the, in the, that, uh, it would have been the mix zone or, or in the very near the tunnel. Certainly, it, it's always it's so uh, formulaic. Yeah, the, the way it pans out. So to have a word like that thrown in from left field, willy nilly, willy nilly, William yeah. nilly, it would, uh, <laughs> it would take you by surprise. Um, uh, but let's go to, to uh, more stuff in the Premier League. Well, did Manchester City take Southampton by surprise? Not really. They knew they were good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they worked it out. Mm. Pellegrini says they can retain the title after beating the Saints. And it was a very important win for Manchester City because obviously Chelsea dropped points. Yeah, Southampton yeah, have got a pretty good record at Man City at St Mary's as well. Yeah. And obviously they're playing well and, and all these other bits on Peter. So yeah, it was good. I thought that, um, that Southampton actually deserve a bit of credit for, for the way they approached the game when they went a goal down. Mm. Of course, if you're if you're a team who's genuinely got designs on being in that upper echelon of the Premier League, when you are a goal down against a team of 10 men, no matter who they are, you've got to go for it. And, and that's what they did. And of course, mm. they got picked off. But it doesn't matter if they lost 3-0 when opposed to 1-0 yeah, yeah. because they had to go for it. They had to try and get something out of the mm. game. There's no point just taking a 1-0 defeat if, like I say, you want to you wanna make an impression on the league table this season, especially when that... Ta- that that um, team in question your plan is, is at a man sent off. Yeah, and I think to a, to a degree though, Southampton they will really rue their chances at nil nil because Pella in particular had a, had a shot where oh, you would yeah. think he would have buried that normally. You wonder if playing against such a big team was playing on their minds a little bit because you would you would have back him to score there just nine times. Patrick Hart's moustache. Yeah, I think there was a bit of that involved certainly, but I think it was one of those ones where it came over, and I think he probably thought I'm going to. Kick the, the lumps out of somebody if I actually swing for this. I don't think mm. it, it was. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a flowing shot, was it? No. He was. He was quite. Um, you got. You can't worry about that sort of stuff, though. You just got to put it in the back of the net. Absolutely. You got to do. Well, I, it wasn't a true strike. No, I that's what, exactly yeah. what I mean. I think it, he seemed to hesitate before he attempted to connect with it. Yeah. And normally, with a player in that sort of form, you wouldn't expect that. Refer- referee didn't have the best game. Oh, no, Aguero must have been gutted after that. He had a strange game, didn't he? He, he, just, did. he did everything right, but nothing came off for him apart from the assist right at the end. Well, he got fouled early on. Oh, God, yeah. And booked for not diving. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the first time he's ever been booked for diving as well. And he didn't dive? No. Will that be rescinded? Are there I rules on yellow? So I don't think you can, cards, yeah. No. no, you can't. As far as I know, you can't anyway. I, I, to be fair to, to Mike Jones, um, who is the referee... 
he got the sending off right. I mean, yes. Mangala should have gone. Yes. There's definitely mm-hmm. two yellows, and that was a correct decision. Mangala's struggling to, to mm. make an Im- impact. I think that's going to be City's main. I mean, no, he's making too many impacts. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's very good ones. Impacts all over the place. Um, <laughs> City seem better off without him, even with ten men. Yeah. When, when Pellegrini <laughs> says that oh, they can defend the title, which I agree. I mean, technically they can. It's early in the season, of course. And, and six Chelsea, points off Chelsea. Chelsea dropped points at the weekend, though. Um, but what they need to do is really sort out a defender who is who accompanies company. Uh, which is actually quite satisfying to say. Yeah, um, they should call him that. Maybe that'll make him feel more comfortable. Yeah, company. Yeah, Vincent, a company. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Like a sidekick. But that would help him. That would just help other people. He needs help at the moment. <laughs> he played well actually, but he's not really got someone next to him. Although when Di Matteo came on, he did do okay. But those, the, a combination of those two players between them aren't really playing that consistently. Mm. And of course, they need to get they need to improve or get their goalkeeper to improve. Uh, that's going to be the problem between them and the title, I think. Yeah, um, uh, Frankie Lampard, eh? Yeah. He's, is he ever, ever going to leave? Is no. he ever going to leave that club? Well, there's talk of him staying till May now, isn't there? Um, Shocking, isn't it, really? Yeah. I mean, bearing in mind he signed a contract. But then they're all by the same people, aren't they? They are. The two teams. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not that strong. Stay there. Yeah. <laughs> so it, make, it makes all the sense in the world, doesn't it? But it would be um, it would be quite poetic, in a way, if Chelsea did lose out, because Frankie Lampard... Um, <laughs> I don't think Chelsea fans were quite poetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I have a word or two about Very it, annoying, poetic yeah. would be one of them. Uh, Lampard, the, the way he plays the game, and obviously he's not a, a starter for City normally... Yeah, he could play for City, whether or not he will go to America is, mm. remains to be seen. But he could play for another two seasons. Well, his aim is to play to 40, isn't it? Well, he, and he could do. I mean, it, you Absolutely. know, you look at the way Giggs changed his game, but Lampard hasn't had to change his game too much. Obviously, mm. a little bit deeper, but he's always played it at a nice pace. You, you know, you don't remember too many times where he's flat out sprinting, and he's not known for his pace, of course. But the way he drifts into the box, as we've it's seen. It's such a luxury times. to have with him bringing him on. Yeah. And, all that sort yeah. Of stuff. and the, the goal as well, right into the corner. Am I right in saying he's got just about the same amount of Premier League goals as Thierry Henry? He's a few behind, yeah. I think, <laughs> from I think yeah. Lampard, yeah, he's got. I think he's over 160 Premier League goals, something yeah. like that. But isn't it a bit shocking that if you're buying a season ticket for his new club under the proviso that he's joining, and yeah. you know, they've got that sort of ambition? Yeah, that is. Yeah. Um, but and then, he just doesn't turn up until. Well, next David Villa's gone a bit funny. He hmm. played, he was in Australia and he only played three or four games and then he's he's gone off and yeah cheers lads that's, that's all I want for the moment or something yeah. so there's, there's there's question marks there I mean with David Veer he's only what 32, 33 when he was a strange move anyway yeah I mean it? when yeah. he, he leaves a club who have won the Spanish title and went to the Champions League final to, to take quite a big step down there's no disrespect you know we're talking about well, on well, paper, three. I mean, really. Well, no, anyway, it's a step down. Yeah, it's yeah. On paper, the second best team in Europe, if you like. Uh, you just wonder if it's too soon, really. Massively, but I mean, you know, you don't know what's in his heart. Oh, one, one big juicy contract. That what's in his Melbourne heart? Yeah. <laughs> eh? but also, also, I mean, it is genuinely must be a very exciting prospect to go out and live in another country like that. So maybe you're just at a stage where you won a lot of stuff, and you mm. can see sort of the end of your career is coming. So you at least want to have some good years out there. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it'd be pretty appealing, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's, true. that's very true. If we had to go and start doing the show in New York for a bit, well, I think we'd all be fine with that. Yes, I think we, we would, would be. Yeah, we would, definitely. Yeah. If anyone's listening, we would be. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Then we'd take a loan, but then we'd just stop off at Manchester on the way for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so City are, are right back in it. Are right back in it. That's because Chelsea... Um, drop points. What was the score again? Well, Marcus, I think it was a nothing-nothing result. That's right. Exactly. A nothing-nothing result. There Mm. we go. What a treat. Diego Costa could have, should have been sent off. 
well, for yeah. a kick out and then an elbow. He's got he's got a bit of that in his uh, locker, as a, a rubbish <laughs> pundit would say. Yeah. He? he does it every week. Yeah. <laughs> Sharp elbows for a big man. Yeah, mm. absolutely. <laughs> it's John O'Shea, wasn't it? Was it John O'Shea? Mark Lawrenson said No, the elbow is where's brown The kick out thing oh, that's right. yeah, Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. The fracas yeah. uh, <laughs> The fracas Old, old Loro when talking about Sergio Aguero On the Sunday morning or early afternoon match of the day show I forget the name of it But Mark mm. Chapman hosts it Not a bad show actually Football focused, do you mean? No, on Sunday morning Sunday morning, okay uh, And Loro actually commented He said something like Sergio Aguero's got very muscly legs for a short man Right is that, well, Hang on What? That's yeah. ridiculous Is that a yeah. match of the day extra? Is that what That's match of the day extra, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I Where they bring their C game Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go um, we, well, If anyone would know about bringing their C game We fucking would I know, exactly <laughs> No, we're, I think we're, we're, decent we're a C so. world. Yeah. Trevor Sinclair was good, just Loro making a silly comment there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, Diego Costa was lucky to stay on the pitch, methinks. Yeah. And some of them were unlucky not to get a sign out the game. Of course, I know William hit the uh William hit the uh, post from, from range. Mm. But Sunderland did okay. And and Sunderland's record at home to Chelsea, I think I think if they got beaten by I'm paraphrasing slightly, but I think I'm right in saying if they were beaten by Chelsea at home at the weekend, it would have been the worst ever run for a home team against a specific opposition. Wow. I think it would have been ten defeats in the league in a row mm. at home, which I don't think anyone else has ever done. I'm it's fairly it. certain Steve Bruce has done that against Man United. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. More on that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they did beat them in the League Cup, I think. Yeah, but it's just in the league. Yeah. It's in but the it's league. just like it I I think the, the it was almost like um that's how you should play Chelsea. Defend, 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 and hope you're going to get something on the <laughs> well, board. Well, Lee Catamore did that sort of firefighting job that we've seen him do so well mm. on, on occasion. Yeah. He was excellent, especially in the first half. Lee Catamore has been consistently quite good when a lot of his um, his core players has uh, kind of let him down a lot. I think Lee Catamore played amazingly this week. Yeah. I th- well, um, in uh, Jamie Redknapp's article, I'm sure you'll read. Uh, he was saying that Catamol, he put his statistics up there with, with some of the top players in Europe in, in similar positions. And Catamol's stats do stand I, up. I mean, uh, clearly he's not. And uh, Yedinak. Yedinak's another one. Yedinak's he's another one. Right up yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. It's surprising that Catamol hasn't had a shout for England. We've said this before. Yeah. Because yeah. in that specific position, England don't have much. No. Yeah, but I mean, you wonder if um, Hodgson actually wants someone in that specific position. Does he want someone doing more than uh, just that sort of that job of breaking? Well, up clearly, the play? yeah. I Maybe so. that's why. I mean, I, not that I'm, I'm saying that's right. I think it's unfair. I think he deserves a shot. I mean, I but... think you, you get a situation with England which has been the case for a while, which is that if he doesn't play, if he plays for a certain club, he's not really going to get a look in. Yeah. Simple as that, really. Simple as that, Pete. Mm. But I, I mean, like, like the, the sorry to cut in there, Pete. But if like I was just saying, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Stop cutting in. Realistically. <laughs> If you're the manager of England, surely what you want is is experience of someone absolutely like kicking for their life in the middle of the park, <laughs> like desperately trying to put out fires left, right, and centre. Well, yeah. That's a more realistic idea of what we fucking we've, need. We've all got a chance. Then. And if you want a slower version of Lee Catamol, <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. Very muscly legs for a tall man. No, that's, it's, that's not true. It's one of the things where it's like I, 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 when Poirier came in, I genuinely thought like Lee Catamol was out, and I think he thought that to a certain extent. But he's uh, he's really done a, a fantastic job for for Poirier because you can imagine mm. him not being Poirier's cup of tea, really. But it mm. turns out 
he likes the lap sang occasionally. <laughs> Poor yeah. Indeed, Peter. Um, <laughs> Sorry, builder's tea. And he'd, he'd normally like lap sang. Yeah. 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 I'm, or I'm, I'm with you. I'm what with are you your talking brother. about? I don't know. Yeah. Let him talk. Various not, teas. Not very well. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. QBR beat Leicester 3 2. That was a yeah. game of the week. That was a cracker, wasn't it? Wasn't there something like 5,000 attempts on goal I in think that game? There were 5,004. I think there were 51 shots. <laughs> Come on. That's uh, brilliant. Yeah. Amazing. Fantastic. That's what you want, isn't it? That was the one that... Um, and it's a small ground. The ball must have gone out of the stadium at some point. <laughs> That's what Chris Kamara was commenting on it. Was, it was on um, Soccer Saturday. Was he? Yeah, he was going, I, I, I don't know what's happening. Uh, again. <laughs> he was going, because there was so much stuff happening. Chris, that is endearing, but you can't do it every week. <laughs> <laughs> don't give him that job. Like, if, if it looks, in five minutes in, if it looks like a game that's going to get a bit tasty and a bit busy, just send him home. Just get someone else. <laughs> Chris, get it's, an a, understudy. it's a uh, subscription service, mate. We can't, I mean, we can't take the absolute piss. <laughs> people are just going to stop paying. Yeah. Chris, the very got... least you can do is try and attempt to know what is happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on Freeview anymore, Chris. The goal's gone in at Loftus Road, Chris. Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah. No, you didn't. He actually sells T-shirts for that, on it? Does he? I must have missed that, Jeff. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. A man yeah. revelling in being bad at his job. Is <laughs> you normally good, though? Mm. I like Chris Kamara. I find him endearing. I think yeah. he's a, he's a, he's got a, a bit of a history of Portsmouth as well. And when he used to cover Pompey games, when he was um, well, that was the sending off of Portsmouth. Indeed, when he used to cover Pompey games when they're in the Premier League, he used to climb up to that old school gantry. He had to go up a massive mm. ladder, and everyone were giving it, giving him uh, pelters, going, hey, come <laughs> he's, yeah. in, he's in great nick for like a fifty odd year old. Yeah, he looks fantastic. People forget he used to be a manager as well. Mm. Yeah, manager Bradford. Bradford. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did all right there. I'd like to see him back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> but get, going back to the QPR Leicester game if we have um, to Wes Morgan's own goal was hapless oh, yeah. wasn't it he went to swing it with one foot and hit his other shin and went in mm, not ideal no Schlupp with a nice one yeah, and Cambiasso's um, knockdown for that in yeah. the build up to it was beautiful as well that, that little extra bit of class really does show doesn't Cambiasso's it Cambiasso's goal was nice as well yeah. took it well it was it, I mean it's funny with, with Leicester they started so well yeah. when they had such a, such a tough run at the start and they put five past Man United not even long ago and they haven't mm. won since God, that, was 20, that was 21st but how often does that happen when a, a, a team get a big result one of the, the, the smaller sides get a big result and then for whatever reason they, they tail off we, all right, yeah. we've got our memories now yeah, it's <laughs> either that or it just piles on extra pressure for them yeah. to go oh, I didn't know we were this good they've yeah. got, to, got to live up to something in, unrealistic in I mean, a great example is, is Phil Brown's Hull of course yeah. we'll be fine now yeah they won like one game in the last six months or something <laughs> yeah. had a sing song on the final day don't they <laughs> as we often mention more on Phil Brown later he might or he might not pop up in the highlights of the week I, he, will, yeah. he will right well let's scrap all this rubbish <laughs> and go straight there yeah. shall we um, uh, no we Gentlemen. Uh, Austin with a very scrappy winner. He doesn't it, care as long as he gets them in. Proper bit, football. It was a bit of a weekend for sticking your head in there, wasn't it? It was. It was. <laughs> it put proper football, Pete, wasn't it? It really had uh, an English goal. It was an English goal by an English man. Bluster. Give me examples of how you've stuck your head in there this week, guys. I, I went to the dentist today, so by definition, I've stuck my head in there. Mm. I, Surely um, someone stuck something into your head. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I delivered a baby elephant Did you? at the zoo last With week. With your head? Yeah. <laughs> head in there. Actually, you used to work at the zoo. Did you ever? Were no, you ever I was not allowed to deliver <laughs> elephant. Bearing in mind how endangered that, that animal is. Yeah, we'll just let Pete do it. Can you pull? A, can you pull a small elephant out of a bigger elephant for us? Yeah, well, fine. Well, that might be can that be that hard just... though? I've owned Russian dolls. Even before. small elephants are massive compared, to, you know, to the scale of most animals that you or I would be allowed to, to deliver. Be, I wouldn't put it past you. Um, I actually. <laughs> went to an evening with Chris Packham on Tuesday night. Oh, anyway, anyway um, Thursday this is, night. it's been lovely. Thursday um, night. And, uh, Which was Chris Packham? Oh, come on. Come on. Come from on the now. Really wild show. 
Britain, oh, right, okay. Britain's premier naturalist. Yeah. Well, he Apart be, from the guy who died with his, uh, got his finger chewed off. Terry Nutkins. Oh, Terry Nutkins. Yeah, well, Nutkins has uh, passed on now, he hasn't he? Yeah, so yeah, did. Packham's yeah. right up there. Sorry, yeah, no, I know Chris Packham. David yeah. Attenborough's still knocking about. What I was going to say was, just on the elephant thing, is I found out through the evening with Chris Packham that um, pandas are the most expensive animal individually to keep in captivity. Uh, five times more expensive than the next most expensive animal, which is an elephant. Harry, is that right? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, but but the elephant thing is just space, surely, isn't it? Space and I think there are varying factors, mate. What do they eat? Chewits? Yeah. I think I've seen an advert where he eats some chewits. That yeah, that's why you're not in the elephant. Thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's the only one of us who's ever there. been a zookeeper. Just, so you stood there with your hands in your pockets. You were a zookeeper. Stop ruining this for me. Is it Chewitz? Should we give him Chewitz? No. Pete, Pete delivered the, the elephant. Out. Pete delivers a baby <laughs> elephant. It goes over to the vet. Yeah, I'll deliver the elephant. No problem. How's the elephant doing? It's fine. Yeah, just give him some Chewitz. You've done what? Yeah. Is your it's pro- asleep now. <laughs> hey, it's really, is really your asleep. Hey, lads, how does an elephant ask for a bun? Can I have a bun, please? <laughs> Not Pete's really using an his arm as a trunk. Not an audio um, feature. <laughs> not an audio <laughs> feature. Talk this elephant uh, to the shark. Anyway, QPR fans should get used to this type of um, <laughs> yeah, this type of performance because because Redknapp can can genuinely not set up a team to defend. So that's why their away record is so bad. But of course they get they got the result and that's the main thing. Uh, QPR's Lester, record at home isn't too bad. Not too shabby. Leicester are bottom. Mm. Yes, it's a shame, isn't it? We all, they started so well as we've already touched on. We all wanted them to do well because they're just very likable. But um, you worked at Leicester City as well, Pete. Yeah, what was, a, what was a double disappointing for me? Yeah, I didn't. Be. I didn't. Never worked yeah. at that ground though. I worked oh, at right. Philbert Street Philbert only. Street, did Philbert you? Street only. Fair on your age. I said, I'm out of here. <laughs> if you're going to move, <laughs> yeah. this is where pork gets dispensed. Did you just then walk us off? <laughs> oh, God. Manchester United. Yes. They beat Hull 3 0. <laughs> Old Trafford always likes seeing Steve Bruce on the opposition bench. Mm. Roll he's, over, he's Steve. been generous to them, yeah. <laughs> tickle, tickle, tickle. We'll give you a belly rub. Yeah. <laughs> you're 700th game in charge. Why don't, you, why don't you mark it with a defeat? <laughs> a comprehensive defeat. <laughs> don't forget where you came from, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> this is my. We uh, can make this all go away. Yeah. Can you imagine the, the, the little uh, little uh, meeting with uh, Louis van Gaal beforehand? Uh, this is my 700th game as a manager. I'm really looking. I'm going to stop you there, Steve. <laughs> you know what you're going to do. You get out there and do it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I've got a man wait. I, th- I swear they've got like a man waiting at his like his picture in the Manchester United Museum or something. So we'll smash it up. <laughs> yeah. We will we smash can it make up. it go yeah. away. What, what are you going to rely on your England reputation? Yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve Bruce saying. Um, the thing is, we're not going to get judged on the on our performances against Man United. It's a good fucking job, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, you'd be fired <laughs> instantly. Although, I mean, at any point, anyone could just decide to judge him on his Manchester United <laughs> yeah. performances. Be because trouble. you've still got to put them in, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, if anything, Manchester United's performances in the last two seasons have proved that they're not the team they used to be, and, and Steve Bruce still rolls over and has belly tickles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, getting harder and harder to justify, Steve. The Brucey belly tickle. Yeah. <laughs> Brucey belly that's, that's it, isn't it? When Man United look at their fixtures, whoever Bruce is in charge of doesn't have a team name, yeah. just says Brucey bonus. It's a, <laughs> yeah, a six-pointer every time. Well, but when, they, when they publish the um, fixtures before the start of the season, they publish a league table, which is now alphabetical order. They should just have, like, uh, every, all the big teams with, like, six points. <laughs> Steve Bruce shot in their own minus, minus, six. minus goal difference. Minus, however, minus really. six. You don't Oi. get points taken away from oh, losing. Oh, I'm confused now. <laughs> Oi, Bruce. Bruce has done a good job at Hull, so leave off. All right. Um, <laughs> well, he should be professional and have a crack at his ex-team. No, Pete, it's all right. I've said everything I want to say. My goodness, yeah. Chris Smalling even scored. Well, good for Van Persson to get a goal, of course. Good for and, Van- and a lovely May- goal it was. It was. Lovely broke the net, didn't it? May United Prick. are creeping up there. 
Absolutely creepy. They'll finish in the top four, I'm telling you. Mm. Yeah. It's, the fir- it's the first time that Rooney and Van Persie have combined for a goal in like a year, apparently. Is that right? Rooney's not happened in a long time. Well. It's very calm. The, the great thing about it was he it, it, it just had that look like I've scored this goal a thousand times before at Old Trafford. That's, that's a, you know, when a player's really, really put the time in at a club and they're just so comfortable on their home ground. He's in good form at the moment. Yeah. yeah but they, mm. they're, they're fourth, 11 points off the top. Mm. And uh, Steve Bruce brought Ben Arthur off after half an hour. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that was always going to happen, wasn't it? He took him off after half an hour. Half an hour. Give him the hook. I didn't see that. Did he replace him with anyone, or is this just part of the Brucey bonus like <laughs> yeah. package? He just, he just, I just, you're not doing anything. He replaced him with Bengala. <laughs> we're, in, we're in danger of getting a point here. Should we take a player on? <laughs> <laughs> Who looks likely to be our most creative outlet? Yeah, yeah. kill that. <laughs> Put a bullet in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Uh, West Ham beat Newcastle 1-0 our very own Pete Donaldson was there I did spent 53 quid to stand up briefly and clap <laughs> for West Ham I'm telling you because I was in the West Ham fans I reckon Pardew's thinking yeah let's make this six in a row looks up in the crowd sees your mug and goes nah, nah. nah. let's give me old team the win today yeah. Marcus Speller Pardew out <laughs> Pardew out Oi. Round of, did all the Newcastle fans give him a round of applause when they lost because obviously at the end of the run in the same oh, way Jose wait. Mourinho said when his, his Chelsea uh, home record goes, he said, you know, well, I'll have a glass of wine or something and celebrate that. Did they, was that, that, is, that is never was it a jubilant happen. mood in the Newcastle end after <laughs> that? That is never going to happen. No. <laughs> Oh dear. So you can get, you it was can... it was the, one of the worst uh, games of football I'd seen live, I think. And that's up <laughs> with Ventfret Corfu against Corby in... Um, Japan, like just terrible. Just what about terrible. Hertha Berlin against Hanover '96? Uh, uh, to be fair, <laughs> that, that was that bad. bad. At least we saw a couple of goals. At least we <laughs> yeah, saw two yeah. goals there. You Jesus. saw Andy Carroll. Saw Andy Carroll. Got man of the match. He? he was. He was not that good. <laughs> Aaron Cresswell took his goal well. He's a good player. Yeah, yeah. I thought he did. You know, as well. you doing so well with them. Sorry, you touched on Jose Mourinho's home record. Mm. He's already gone, isn't it? No, no. But you, I'm saying, that, I think it was Sunderland beat him, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, no, but I'm saying Danny Welbeck score when he was on loan there. Possibly. I don't know no, that. no, no, no. This That's was last at the end of last season. Yeah. Conor Wickham scored, I think. Mm. Right. Uh, no, I was saying that uh, he said at the time when his home record. Oh, he's on a glass go, of wine just to say. Oh, yeah, he's if to say. It's a bit like that. That whether he's sad because it's over, smile because it happened. Exactly. Yeah. It was like that. Was it? Niels Lildholm the, the Swedish player who played for AC Milan we did a profile on him him and yeah. Gunnar Nordell and yeah. the other chap I forget but apparently he, he he was a midfield general and he made so many passes and there's a oh, it, Niels Lidholm you mean Niels Lidholm yeah. it must be a myth when he, apparently when he gave the ball away after like two years or something the whole, <laughs> the whole stadium stood up and applauded yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. such bollocks no but it's a lovely one can you, can you imagine if that happened when Roy Keane was on the field reported <laughs> that as fact in the Demon of the Fame don't <laughs> undermine it <laughs> what, so what I'm saying is so it, it, that's why I was asking Pete. In fitting with all of that, did the Newcastle fans applaud Parliament? Have the fans shown a bit of class? <laughs> no, no. They were more. They were more obsessed with the fact that at one point um, a, a bloke um, uh, was ill in the West Ham end and he got carried off, and then they did a big announcement about uh, Mr Moon is in the building, meaning there's an ambulance on the way. Oh, right. And everyone was going, "Who the fuck is Mr Moon?" <laughs> oh, and that was, that was for the next five minutes. It's insensitive. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> yeah. Let's hope he's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I don't think I don't think they really saw it. I didn't see it happen because it was my side of the field, but it was. Oh, it was just. Horrible. Horrible! It's terrible. I hate going to West Ham. It's miles away from anywhere. You can't get home. You always go though. Yeah, right? <laughs> you, you're choosing like you to go do. Quite uh, 
Not that you have to go. 53 quid. That's a bit Two, two quid possums. Again, a little messiahs you, let you down. You've complained about going, you've complained about the price, but you've still gone yeah. and paid. You've complained about your own team <laughs> yeah. and seem to hate it when they win. Now you don't like it when they lose. Yeah. It was nice to see um, the lads that I know from Newcastle because like, they were in the away end. And, but they wouldn't let, because there was trouble before the in, in Germany at pre season between West Ham and Newcastle. It was like Romeo and Juliet. They wouldn't let me near the Newcastle fans because I was in the home bit. And after the game, they wouldn't oh, let me the home, we were separated. Oh my yeah. goodness, Peter. The it, plot thickens. It, it wasn't like Romeo and Juliet. It no, wasn't like Romeo no. and Juliet. <laughs> um, I watched. Apart I, from that, it was a horrible tragedy by the end of it. <laughs> I couldn't want Newcastle to win that game more. No. I really, yeah. I look at I was like, oh no. Just to spite Pete Donaldson. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but good win for West Ham. They're enjoying a, they're enjoying a nice yeah, start this season. Uh, this is the best start. I think it's the best ever Premier League start already, isn't it? Well, yeah, well, I'm not sure about that, but what's happened is, remember a month or two ago, we were talking about how Dice is going to um, incorporate Carroll and Nolan and that back into the mm, team, yeah. Carl and Carl and stuff, but of course he's actually not really had that much choice because well, they've got, to, got quite mm. a lot of injuries. Well, Carroll got man of the match, so yeah. vindicated. Yeah, he's pulled Newcastle to bits. Sizoko <laughs> <laughs> was sent off for two bookables. Mm. Yeah, I think he's went a bit mad. He did, didn't he? Um, Andy Carroll was explaining to Mike Williamson that I noticed what, what had transpired there was a lot of gesticulating about yeah, this just stamped on me <laughs> yeah but Suzuko the way he was running around after that second, uh, the first yellow and he had that vibe where you think the managers should take him off because otherwise yeah, yeah. You, you know it's going to happen yeah but he's he's been one of our best players in the last five matches he's just been good. since they moved him into the middle he's been absolutely brilliant but play, play, play like goof front Ugh. is he going to be made Sammy, into a little pariah as well yeah. 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 well that's why you know no goals no yeah, credit spark because Sammy them. didn't play very well they've let the manager down they have they have mm. Mm. he's doing his best much like some of the fans maybe yeah have, have a word with yourself <laughs> have a word with yourself oh you're pushing him too far now alright fair enough <laughs> Fair enough. Only joking, everybody. You're concerned. poking the panda. Oh, <laughs> I'll flip goodness. out. They're very expensive to keep pandas. <laughs> they are. Mm. That's why I want to get my money's worth, poking it. Uh, Burnley <laughs> well, won. what's happened is all their... Oh, all their, okay. all their um, I was about to move on there. Well, <laughs> all their natural environment's been lost <laughs> oh, to, to, to development, so they've been moved up, moved up into the highlands rather than the lowlands, and yeah. they're not having the right type of bamboo. It's very difficult for them. Yeah, very Are we talking about... Sammy Abbey yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. He's talking about West Ham. It's been pushed out of London. Mm. It's difficult to get to. Uh, Burnley won, Aston Villa won. Joe Cole with a rare Can we not talk mm. about this game? It looked absolutely shit. <laughs> Burnley got another point, though. Nice to sandy ball bag. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> I think that's it, though, isn't it? That's all we need. Joe to. Cole scored a goal. Oh, I'll tell you yeah. what we can talk Cristiano about. Cristiano Ronaldo didn't score, and Joe Cole did on a weekend. Yeah, not often you can <laughs> say that to me. Right. Yeah, exactly. What, are we doing a round of applause now? Or... <laughs> uh, one thing we can say is that Roy King's done one. Yeah, he has. Well, that's yeah. there you go. So focus on the Republic of Ireland job, of which I haven't got a game until next March. Well, mm. he did say he also wants to spend more time with his family, which I'm sure is absolutely terrifying for them. Um, but, <laughs> oh, good. But apparently, when when he it was announced that he was going to leave, mm. um, the Villa fans like or the Villa players like I think they had a round of applause at the training session. So goes the report. I mean, oh, right. obviously Keane was furious at them constantly for not trying hard Are you enough. Sure, Jim, but... because the report said that Keane had a training ground bust up just before the announcement. Yeah, oh, absolutely, but they were happy. What are you saying is they yeah. were happy he's gone. They were delighted he was gone, oh, I and they, I weren't, they were weren't shy and expressing that. Oh, God, no, no. Which would be even the better, opposite. actually, taking yeah, the yeah. piss. And can I just say, for your own safety, Jim, I've read Roy Keane's little biography, and he's a dedicated family man, so I'm, I'm sure his family very pleased to have him around. Yeah, well, <laughs> all right, yeah, just covering yourself so that we don't all bear the brunt of it. <laughs> yeah, correct. I'll, I'll take it on the chin. Yeah, apparently Keane was if I mysteriously am not on the show next week, you know why. <laughs> apparently Keane wasn't happy with the lack of intensity in training. 
He never is, though, is he? No. I mean, is there uh, anything that lives up to his levels of intensity? In life. I mean, imagine he cracks his mirrors when he stares into them. If there's one thing he's a world leader in, it's intensity. Yeah. <laughs> they should have taken him out of Camp Bastion when it was there. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is rubbish. Yeah. Um, uh, Danny Ings, though, he scored. Mm, Ings she did. Oh, I could have had another. Could have won it for the Burnley. Yeah, hit the post late on. He's in reasonable form, and I think when they get Sam Vokes back, it might give him a fighting chance, especially given it's that... It's a real um, shame, isn't it, they haven't been able to play together. Well, not not all three t- promoted teams have been relegated very often from the Premier League straight away. It doesn't happen yeah. that often. Far less than you'd think. Mm. Um, so they've got a chance. They've got a chance. Mm. Let's, go to the chance. <laughs> Let's go to the Championship, where uh, it's all kicking off. Uh, Bournemouth to Mill to... Oh, if Bournemouth hadn't have lost that second goal uh, towards the end, they'd be top, or joint mm. top with Derby, I think. Um, they're fourth on the same points as Middlesbrough. Imagine that. They're doing great. I mean, Eddie Howe's one of the best young managers in the country, if not the best young manager. Well, they have to... Uh, um, Improve their ground if they go up. Well, there's talk that if Brentford go up, they're going to have to do some sort of ground share. I'm not sure about Bournemouth. I haven't, I haven't checked okay. that. But it's, I imagine it's possible, yeah. But it would be quite odd. I mean, obviously, QPR have got a small ground in Premier League terms, but they've been in the top flight a number of times yeah, before, indeed, so it's yeah. not too, too odd to see. I'm obviously, in, is it Ibar in, in La Liga? The, the side, forgive me if the pronunciation's poor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they obviously, uh, only 5,000 their stadium holds something like that's that. Incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. Really they're, they're almost blocked from being promoted, weren't they? Mm. But it would be it would be quite something to see uh, a Bournemouth or a Bournemouth Brentford. and Brentford, that'd be amazing. It yeah. would be, Maybe they could do like a Wembley ground share. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Be a bit, remember when Arsenal started playing some games at Wembley? I, think I well. try not to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bournemouth can uh, pop along Southampton or Portsmouth. I'm sure, they, n- neither would mind. Yeah, no. <laughs> you think I'm sure they... Park is Premier League standard? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Mind. No, I'm sure Bournemouth's all right. <laughs> nice place. Um, Ipswich, they beat Charlton 1 0 away. Big Mick McCarthy's men right up there. He's only spent something like 100,000 in this season or. Uh, you know, in, in recent times, I mean, he's hardly spent any money at all. An Ipswich fan, a friend of mine's an Ipswich fan, and he said, "This is above and beyond anything that we hoped for." Yeah, um, uh, they really did not expect that. So, uh, you know, post Roy Keane, they're doing pretty well. Indeed, that often tends to be <laughs> a Villa bit of a narrative, up, doesn't it? Uh, but yeah, no, the aforementioned Brentford, they beat Wolves 4 0, so they're fantastic. Yeah, I've, been been so, I've been so impressed with their manager, Mark Walberton. He's, yeah. he's a really good manager. He looks, he looks like he's doing the business. Also, um, man of the people as well. Their forward. He's uh, very close to the fans, Walberton. He certainly was last season when they went up. Well, I, I, I was doing a bit of research around him, and I found this on his uh, Wikipedia page. Not sure anyone's uh, that aware of this. He, he, was, uh, he used to be a tradesman, right? And he was coaching part time for a school in That's Watford. right, yeah. And he said, apparently he just said to his wife one day, we've got money in the bank, the house is paid for, our lifestyle's not going to change, I want to do this, give me 10 years to achieve something in the game, it's now or never. That's and brilliant. And he just jacked his job in wow. and worked his way up through the Watford Academy. I think he might have been one of the founders of the of the, of the really well-celebrated now Watford Academy. Mm. Mm. Uh, of course, then became like sporting director here and there. But he also travelled around his own money about 10 years ago when he did that, said that to his wife. Mm. And he, um, he just... Essentially, was just watching coaching sessions of scouting at uh, Sporting Lisbon, Ajax, Valencia, Barcelona, and Willem II uh, in Holland. Um, and he got a permanent job at Watford and worked his way up, and it's gone from there. And he was, I think, he was a coach and then sporting director under Uwe Rossel at Brentford. And then when Uwe Rossel moved on to Wigan, he wanted to take Warburton with him, but Warburton said no, went for the job and got it. And he obviously got them promoted last season, and now they're doing really well. I mean, mm. he's, he's obviously Driven. a really good football guy, and, and and he's put a good team together there. And they've had some real showcase results. I mean, Brentford are on a really good run at the moment. I'm not sure if you remember, a few weeks ago they beat Derby, and then they, then they went and beat Forest and broke. Um, it might have been the game that broke Forest's run actually, and, and set them off, set them off and down, yeah. down no, the they spout. Beat, they, they won their uh, local derby against Fulham as well. Indeed, so they're doing really well. 
Yeah, well done, Brentford. Yeah, good for them. Go on the bees. Uh, Birmingham beat Forest 2-1. Strange happenings in this one. British Sombolonga equalised towards the end of the match, and then Birmingham went up the other end of the park, and, and Sombolonga handled the ball on, the, on his own goal line, trying to clear the ball. The referee in the lines... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot... We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. And didn't see it, but the fourth official gave the penalty... Now, yeah. it sort of begs the question, did he see a replay? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, unless he was having an out-of-body experience, <laughs> how on earth could he possibly well, have yeah. seen that? Because even from the TV, you, you have to see it on the replay a few times to definitely know. Well, apparently this is the first time, I think, perhaps, dare I suggest, in English football um, alone, and maybe wider, that the fourth official's given a decision like that. I mean, that seems very, very strange. But wasn't the fourth official responsible for sending Zidane off in the World Cup final? <laughs> Officially, no. Yeah, but they, I think that did happen. Well, didn't it? yeah. I mean, if you watch the footage back yeah. of of Zidane being sent off in in the 2006 World Cup final, uh, it takes an awful long time for the incident, which nobody saw. Yeah. But how would he have seen? How would he have seen the um, the, the replay in this in this? Well, they have cameras in the dugout, I think. They have cameras around. They have video screens around. Right. Okay. I'm not sure. I didn't know they had him at championship level, though. I didn't know that. Well, I don't know. This, this is why it makes it. Well, this is why it makes it odd, doesn't it? But presumably, but once a team's been he... in the Premier League, you don't. They, the Premier League don't then come along and rip all that out. No, I, don't I, know how I that yeah. Works, I mean, but... I guess if the game is on live or whatever. I, the, the thing is that um, the. If the fourth official gives a decision, I don't see a problem with that per se because he's still an official on the day. Yeah. Still, I mean, like that Mike Jones. Um, 
That Mike Jones performance at Upton Man City, the fourth official was filled out. He's a good referee. So, mm. I mean, there's no reason he can't give a decision. But, <laughs> no, but, point, it, but the point of what you, you said is, is true. That obviously he's obviously quite a far away from the goal line. So And, and you're right in what you're saying about the decision because it, it was a tough one to call anyway. So it, it does seem a bit strange. It, and, and especially that type of match. I mean, it's not uh, you know the two teams top of the league or anything. I mean, the World Cup final... You know, with that kind of incident, which obviously the whole world will see, um, FIFA couldn't afford for that not to be picked up. And as I say, from from when Zidane is sent off, it's a long uh, sorry when the incident happens, it's a long time to when he gets sent yeah. off. And Buffon actually looks at the referee and he's and he's pointing at his eye and pointing at the referee and pointing around saying someone has seen what's happened there. Mm. And, yeah. and obviously he goes and well make your own decisions. Uh, well, where would Forest where, where would Forest be without a Samba Longer's goal this season? By the way, yeah, yeah. real trouble. Well, well that, that's kind of why the the bad run started because he was injured, wasn't it? Well, now he's going to miss um, you know games because he's been sent off there. Yeah. Mm. Indeed. Oh dear. Oh dear. dear, oh dear. We're looking oh dear. forward to we're talking about Forrest in March. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so what about Darren Bent scoring for Brighton? He went on an emergency loan. One month yeah. el- emergency loan to Brighton. Now they've, they've loaned out Craig McCall-Smith back to Peterborough, I think. Yeah, they're having a ter- terrible time. They yeah, are. Brighton's problem is that they have consistently gone through a situation <clears throat> where they've lost either their manager or their best player, mm. or both, every summer. Yeah. And so it's really difficult for them to rebuild. I mean, they lost to Joa, of course. Um, they've lost one or two players to, to Sunderland when, when Poyet went. They lost Poyet and they lost um, the, the guy who came Garcia. out. Garcia. And Upson uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So apparently all, Upson used to pretty much... Well, well, Upson was their player of the season. I but think, also, I think he was very important in the dressing room. Garcia yeah. was quite hands-off. Mm. He was very much like... You know, put the team on the board and went right. Get on with it, and the players themselves galvanised mm. it. Right. Okay. And Upson, I think, was one of those 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 key guys to do that. And yeah. and really important on the pitch for them as well. Even mm. he was he was doing really well at that level. And and well, my overall point is they lose, they've lost key personnel at regular intervals. It mm. seems to be every summer, so it's obviously going to going to take its toll at some point. Yeah, which is a shame for them because they've got a great setup down there. They've got a good stadium. Yeah. They've got a decent motivated fan base. It's like quite a nice place to play um, if you're a player. Um, so it's a shame for them, but I mean, it's not it's not all over yet. Of course, early in the season still. Early and Darren Bent, Darren Bent's a great move for Darren yeah. Bent. It's a great move for Brighton because Darren Bent um, needs to play and he needs to get in that groove again. Yeah, um, I've actually met Darren Bent, interviewed him. He's quite a quiet, sort of almost not awkward, but like a, a quite introverted character. Not at all what I expected him to be like. And I think maybe he's maybe a bit of a confidence player and he needs to get yeah. get get on on the pitch and, and start scoring again. That it's been be a shame fine. to see him sidelined because he he was fairly prolific for a it's consistent for amount of time. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And he's he's a very, very good goal scorer on his day. So, it, I mean, as you say, he's perfect for that level. I hope that he can really kick on there because Brighton need it and he needs it. Definitely. And I hope he stays there for longer as well. It's just, it's madness him just sitting on the bench at Villa. Definitely. Celebrated against his old team as well. What we like to see, Pete. Yes, we do. That's what we like to see. A uh, little update on Alan Kirbishley. He won't be joining, rejoining Fulham after all. Uh, why not? Can't be bothered. Couldn't uh, couldn't figure out the couldn't work out the monies. Oh, I don't okay, think something enough. like that. I mean, you're doing nothing, Alan. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Get an accountant. <laughs> nothing else on. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, that, was, that was my emotional plea on behalf of Fulham fans. Yeah. I presume they want him. If they don't. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. There we are. Fulham did win though. Kit Simmons having a good effect on the club hmm. or Felix McGat not being there having a good effect on the club as we've said before uh, let's go to La Liga oh dear uh, terrible events before Atletico Madrid and Deportivo mm. absolutely horrific the Deportivo fan lost his life after violent clashes oh, horrendous stuff it is absolutely awful what happened like yeah. really what are, what are they going to do about that it was just yeah 
seemed to be dealt really dealt with really badly as well. I mean, it was obviously an organised uh, clash between certain rival fans. Mm. Um, the organisation in terms of their clubs was dreadful. No one, no one really knew what had happened. They didn't know whether to postpone the game or not. No one knew whether someone had lost their life or was just injured. I've read uh, Sid Lowe did a really informative column on, the, on on the Guardian website, which I recommend if you're interested. Um, which sums up the events quite well. But yeah, I mean, it's one of those games where <clears throat> the football just pales into insignificance yeah. because of what's happened. Yeah. See, the, the most organised part of it was the fight itself. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? just, yeah. Uh, and yeah. everything else, which went to shit after it. Mm, exactly. Yeah, really horrible. Um, uh, yeah, Atleti did win 2-0, so, I mean, it seems pretty pointless to say, but but they're near the, the, the top of the league. But their uh, city rivals, Real Madrid, beat Malaga 2-1. Their 16th consecutive win. Was that a record? Yeah. Real Madrid. Mourinho's record or something like that? Mourinho, yeah. Mourinho's team in 2011, uh, uh, 15 wins, and then Miguel Munez, um, 1961. They had the, the, the 15 wins in a, a row. Big gap so, then. so who have they got next? Who have they got? I don't. I don't know who they got next. But uh, but Ancelotti's men, 16 wins. So yeah, mm. they've got the record. Ancelotti's having a great time. He, well, he's a brilliant manager, isn't Gets he? Gets the the tenth uh, European Champions League. Yeah, win and then he had, a, he had a great season at PSG. The one, the one year he was there, it's madness to think he was sacked by Chelsea. He's mm. a really, he's a, he's a really, really underrated manager. Yeah. Actually, like. which you is ridiculous. Which is a strange thing to say. He is, though, isn't he? Considering that he's won the Champions League with Milan, uh, Real Madrid, and obviously was at PSG. But I know what you mean when people talk about the big managers in Europe. Obviously, Mourinho and Guardiola are mentioned. People would probably mention Klopp before they mention Ancelotti, despite yeah. Dortmund being well, bottom. Ancelotti's won it three times as well. Yeah, he won it twice at Milan. But, but I think Ancelotti was kind of in that kind of succession of grey, overweight men who just took the job. It seemed yeah. to be like at the same, like I know one after mean. the other, and it's just kind of like they. I think they all get um, clumped together. He won the double True. at Chelsea, didn't he? He yeah. did win the double. I think. I think Ancelotti. Well, is... there's a fair point though, Pete. No, you, the, the, well, your point is they were going through so many managers. Yeah, so yeah. So I understand that, but 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 the, the point I was going to want to make was I'll go further than that and say he's probably he probably is one of the greatest managers of all time. You know, He'll be up there. Actually, like, well, he will. I mean, he's got Certainly to Certainly over recent years. Tell me how many other managers. Leagues. How many other managers have won three European Cups? One. Yeah, That's in it. the modern era where it's such a long slog as well. Mm. And bringing Madrid La Decima well, counts for something as well. But what I would, what I would counter act that with is that in the modern era, yes, but in the modern era really only three or four teams can win it and he managed one of those sides but I don't think that's necessarily well, true well, because we'd have three or four teams winning it like you know every season there's a lot of variation in the winners it's just pros and cons mm, it's pros and cons not, not so between, many between modern and, and old I mean the, obviously you get a lot more information about teams now the facilities wherever you go are very good now in, in the Champions League mm. so there there are pros to playing it in modern times back in the day I mean, if you of course if you look at when Forrest won it back to back of course they didn't have to play as many games and it wasn't a group stage and all that other stuff but it was over two legs and sometimes they would go away to teams they didn't know anything about. Yeah, yeah. They never knew what, they didn't even know what facilities they can get until they got there. And yeah. Of course, that brings its own problems. So there are pros and cons between Smallest modern worlds as well. Yeah, well, exa- exactly, and and the, not as professional in terms of the athleticism and stuff like that. So it's different. It's difficult to compare. But the point still stands. Ancelotti won three Champions Leagues as a manager, and I'm pretty sure he won it as a player as well. Is a fantastic he side. He would have done. Yeah, he played. Yeah, of course then, he did. Yeah. And that's without mentioning all the league titles he's won in like various different leagues. Mm. Magnificent manager. People, people will list off Mourinho and yeah. till the cows come home. But Ancelotti deserves to be. But do you know? Be, and I think one of the other reasons as well with Ancelotti is Mourinho is obviously great for a quote, and obviously we know him here because he was he's been very successful in England, and he's been brilliant as well, rightly so. Guardiola speaks for himself, young manager who play who had. 
one of the best sides, again, possibly the world's ever seen with his Barcelona. But Ancelotti just gets on with his business. And when uh, other coaches try and wind him up, he just brushes it off. He's a really yeah. classy well, operator. He's above it, isn't he? He's above it. it. Not, not that he's trying to appear above it. He just is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's exactly. got too much on. He he's got loads of stuff to win. <laughs> and he doesn't care. And Real Madrid isn't an easy... Club to manage, absolutely yeah, I mean. not, especially after a character the size of Mourinho. Indeed, and, and yeah, and he had to pick things up there, which was a bit of a funny situation with with certain players being a bit out of sorts with Mourinho. But one thing as well, I'd say about Ancelotti is players tend to love playing for Mourinho. However, at Madrid, that maybe wasn't the case. Mm. Um, and Guardiola, you know, he had he's had one or two. I mean, spectacular falls out. Ibrahimovic, of course, being the main one. Although I don't really know too much about how Mourinho uh, uh, Guardiola is with with the players. I mean, they seem to like him. But people who play for Ancelotti love him. Yeah, he he seems mm. to be perhaps the best manager in the world at getting all of those elements right: tactics, running the club, bringing players in, but also with the, with the relations mm. with the players. Because some managers will let the coaches and all talk to the players a bit mm. more, and they they might be a little bit distant. Ancelotti. Look at the way the players came into the press conference after they won the tenth. They started singing around him, and he joined in. They were absolutely loving it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's never any drama. It always seems it's like quite a quiet ship. Yes. Yeah. Um, he Majestically also, going into the night. <laughs> he also gets his things playing very good, flowing, attacking football, which is obviously admirable as well. Um, but also, pre-Mourinho, Madrid, they were just an absolute circus. Like, every manager that joined, you know they had probably a season. <laughs> and, and in which case, you know, even if they did win things, if it was only the Copa del Rey or whatever, then that wasn't enough and they'd probably be out. Well, but you look- don't really think of Madrid as being like that now. Yeah. And obviously a big part of that is due to Mourinho, but of course he left, uh, you, know, with a, you know, with bridges burning all around. Around him, but Ancelotti has <laughs> again just you, you just the idea of them sacking him seems crazy now, and yeah. Madrid were just known for that. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, one of their uh, best players, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo. Michel Platini said that he doesn't deserve to win the Ballon d'Or, and it should go to one of Germany's World Cup winning team. Ronaldo in 2014 has scored 51 goals for club and country in 50 matches, winning the Copa del Rey and Champions League. He also won the European Golden Shoe and was the Champions League and La Liga's top goal scorers. Mm. Do you think that's a very pathetic way of Platini trying to shift focus onto international football? Yes. Well, the top three's been announced now, and it's um, <clears throat> Ronaldo, Messi and Neuer. Mm. That's the shortlist. I think so. Neuer looks though he could get it, which would be fair enough. Yeah, he's been just outstanding. But when you read that it's a off very about discipline, isn't it? Yeah, it's it is. kind of a, it's well, hard. Which, and as, as you know, many people have said, and, and Luke often says it, an individual award in football always seems mm. a bit of a funny one. Yeah, while we're on the subject, I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that um, the last goalkeeper to win the Ballon d'Or was Lev Yashin in '63. Yeah, Wowzers. And uh, Buffon came second in 2006 when they won the World Cup, I believe. Behind Cannavaro, was it? Cannavaro won it, in he did. I yeah, think. so so um, it's, it's goalkeeper. Are, are pretty underrepresented. I, kind of yeah, I think Khan's come third at one point as well. Khan won the Golden Glove, so that's for the best. No, he won the Golden Ball in though, in 2002, I think, ahead of Ronaldo in the, for the World Cup, but oh, that was just mm. for the tournament. I mean, if there's oh. one position where you can make an argument for individualism, it's certainly that <laughs> one. So. I agree, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Well, that mean, uh, well, that, yeah, Jim, you, you make an excellent point there. Perhaps the only individual award that's worth anything is, 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 the, gold is the Golden Glove. Hey? <laughs> eh? More, hey. power, more power to the glove. Mm. That's what I say. Um, uh, uh, Valencia beat. Uh, no, they didn't. They lost Barcelona one uh, nil. 
Um, they cut it fine, Barcelona did. Crazy mm. game. Mm. I mean, so many chances. Ninety-fourth minute winner from Busquets. Crazy yeah. that it but took that long to Lu- get a goal. Luis Suarez had a goal just insanely wrongly disallowed. It was so so onside. Right. <laughs> it, yeah, it was a, a strange one. He missed like, a couple of good chances he did, as well because he's been he's been misfiring, hasn't it? It's taken him a while. He scored in the Champions League for them, but he's not got a goal in the league yet, and he, he should have had one there. Yeah, and he knew it. And when he missed uh, one of the chances, he's properly head in hands and like couldn't believe it. I like that. <laughs> Reaction from it. Uh, Valencia yeah. have got uh, crest problems, haven't they? They do have talk of some sort of bat related issues. Yeah. They do, yeah. They, they do have um, you know, logo issues. Well, they've been accused by uh, DC Comics for copying the Batman symbol for the club's I've new seen them by, side by side. It's not that like no, it's just, just no. a bat. You don't own bats. No, no. They've, had, they've had a bat on their crest since 1922. Yeah, bats are the 43rd most expensive animal to keep in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying because if they'd been allowed to keep the symbol, which I think they should have been, they could have just put like a bat signal up what at is the this? beginning of every match. Yeah. It would have been great. That, well, I that, thought, would, be, that would be that infringement. Would be. Yeah, but why, why is that a bad thing? <laughs> well, I thought, I thought, Jim, I thought they're actually going quite well, Valencia, this season, but I know they've had their woes in recent seasons. And I thought when, when I heard D DC Comics uh, asking Valencia to, you know, to to take the bat symbol down. I thought, are they trying to get help from elsewhere? Get the big man on the pitch. Yeah, that would mm. be great. Mm. I imagine Batman would be an industrious player. <laughs> yeah, he'd have loads of gadgets though. Yeah. He'd be allowed. <laughs> Who's this guy? Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman. Never heard of him. Yeah, but Batman. <laughs> oh dear. Let's go to Serie A. There was a, a, a quite sensational Turin derby. Juventus two, Torino one. Juve's twenty fifth home win on the bounce, I believe. Yeah. Torino, not, Torino not unbeaten win. Was it the first time Torino scored in that derby since like two thousand two or something? Yeah. And what a goal! What it was. a goal it was. Yeah. That was that made. I'll up. wait twelve years, and that's what it's going to yeah. be like. <laughs> yeah, it's um, similar to a goal we were criticising recently, though, where he, he just ran down the pitch. No yeah, one there, put was, a there was no, there was a lot of kind of like you get him, you go fannies. Yeah, rapido pace. <laughs> Speaking of fannies, I, I was half expecting Rod Fanny to appear and to, <laughs> to ruin it, block it on the line yeah. or something like he did yeah. with Lucas Moore. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas Moore. You're in the you don't even got a kit on. <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah. So he got in sort of position where you'd expect someone to go. Well, you, well, you got to take on three more players now. If you want to get <laughs> yeah. in the net? And he went sod that and yeah. just hammered slide, it. Slide in on and clear it off the line, Rod Fanny, and just go hashtag enemy of football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it was Torino newbie Bruno Perez signed from San with a ridiculous goal ladies and gentlemen don't, you have to watch that goal please don't ever use the word newbie on this show again okay mm. newbie newbie yeah. you know what you've done there alright I'm not, I'm not, I don't want don't to trap the goal a, that's what you're doing this no, is sorry. a conversation for after we're not allowed Apology. to talk about bees because Ancelotti DC Comics are working on bee man <laughs> yeah well Brentford will have to change the nickname then <laughs> yeah. um, Ancelotti wouldn't have conducted his business like that sorry apology accepted <laughs> um, uh, yeah he picked up the ball on the edge of his own box and, and stormed down the line mm. and if you watch Vidal who's obviously I mean he's not particularly quick but he gets around yeah. Yeah. and he's got the run on him and yeah. the angle and he just Nowhere. he just powers past him and yeah. you could just see Vidal almost run in the opposite direction go no I'll just get back into position yeah. <laughs> I know there's a goal coming up yeah. Yeah. I've got to take a kick off in a minute <laughs> yeah. posting in as well which is a nice little Athletic touch. Oh, yeah. man. And they so nearly got a point from that. Mm. But the big man, Pirlo. Oh, <laughs> his first goal from open play in two and a half years. Have some of that football fashion, people. Really? Again, <laughs> worth the wait. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. But that I was mean, a great should, strike. He should be doing better than that. Should he? <laughs> He's thousands of years old, though. That's true, yeah. He's, He's what, 35, 36? Yeah. He popped up there when they needed him, and he scored a lot of goals from set pieces. But all I'm saying is, if you, I'm, not, I'm not trying to... Don't launch, have a go at Pierre. I'm not trying to launch some sort of like football backlash against the guy, because I mean, he's obviously a good player, and he's amazing what he's oh, achieved I'm in the game. Oh, I'm Liv Moore, and I have controversial opinions. <laughs> well... 
if, you, if you'll let me have one. What I'm trying to say is, if you're a player who can strut the ball that well, and you're so important to your team, and you're held up as one of the best midfield players of the last five years or whatever, or last ten years, given that he won the World Cup in 2006, you should be contributing more goals from open play than that. Yeah, because they've been having a shocking time, haven't they, Juventus? He really needs to... <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. You can always do more. They're, they're winning the league, 25th win on the bounce. I mean, he's got Tevez, Lorente, Vidal. Who else in yeah. front okay, of him? Pogba's in front right, of no, him. I'll take, I'll take all those points, right? I'll take all those points. But... I really, <laughs> but... but do you think a top midfield player, whatever yep. the whatever the position he plays in the midfield, and we're not talking about like a Michael Carrick type character here. Do, do you think he should be scoring more goals from play than one every two and a half no, but, years? But, no, but, you, well, no, but it's not one every two and a half years, is it? Because it's, he scored a lot more from open play before then, but he's been contributing goals from set pieces. But he yeah. plays at the, at the... He's on the downward spiral. Like, <laughs> you heard it here first. Oh, it's that lovely sort of half smirk, half... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's, uh, he's 36 and he's on the downward spiral. Fuck me, Nostradamus. Yeah. What, <laughs> oh, that's what stunning insight. Uh, wait and see what downward spiral I'm on at 36. <laughs> I'm only 34 as it is. You're like Lawrence and uh, Balotelli. You just won't leave the man alone. Yeah. No, I do like him as a player. Of course I do. I'm just trying... I'm just trying to say that sometimes you do see I do like Pirlo no, there is certainly <laughs> flippancy aside there is certainly a cult of the football hipster around Pirlo you know, sometimes so. you'll, you'll see someone upload like a YouTube video and then someone will share it on Twitter and go oh Pirlo what a legend and the video will literally just be a good midfield player making passes which is what a player is <laughs> supposed to do yeah. I mean, I'm not talking about you know I'm not trying to detract from his, the, the guy's career but really it does go over the top sometimes that's all I'm saying yeah yeah, I'm just I mean, to offer wow. a bit of balance. Lee Catamol scored goals in the last two and a half years, and he's got a great. Was it the start of this season? I've got no beef with Catamol. <laughs> That's dangerous beef. Yeah, that. because oh. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness um, uh, Roma they stay three points behind you but they beat Inter 4-2 great goal from Holibas in that game lovely stuff uh, Pjanic uh, whacked in a free kick so there was, there was some good happenings there Jovino got on the score sheet mm. um, Jovino played for Ivory Coast uh, the other week in, in West Africa of course for his uh, nation when they were qualifying for the African Cup of Nations he tried to smuggle a woman back on the flight to Italy, according to reports. Mm. This mm. is new, isn't it? Yeah, this is sure, new ground. sure, it's fine. <laughs> I, I cannot endorse that. <laughs> Roma, I mean, what we don't know is whether this, like, she was consenting to it. I think she was, yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, hope, I mean, I mean, so. it's been reported in such a sort of yeah. vague manner. It's like if you're smuggling little tortoises in or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it, when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were massive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, everyone wanted a turtle, yeah. 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 That's oh. why you see them all over London's waterways now. Is that, is that <laughs> right? Yeah, because people, got them, ages, people have got them for pets, and then after Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just died of death, everyone's like, I don't want this anymore. It's hard to Flush it down the toilet. There's a new movie out. Maybe people would be... Mm. That's where they lived, though. It's the, it's the, it's the TV programme's fault, because then, you know... Well, in a similar vein, they I think saw, they live in the sewer. I saw parakeets on the weekend. Yeah. You know, there's a colony of parakeets yeah. knocking around the southeast. Correct. The, yeah. the tropical southeast of England. Yeah. Do you see them in London quite a lot? Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it was the actual pilot who wouldn't let her on. Everyone, right. everyone else allowed her on, and then the pilot went, no! Well, no they, everyone else took bribes. Yeah, it was so the story yeah, goes. Sorry, yeah. It's only the pilot who's going to explain who she is, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, but you are right. Even Jovino doesn't have to do that. <laughs> you are right when it's when it is said he's tried to smuggle a woman back. I think he's just thought, oh, my, you know, my friend, girlfriend, sister, whoever, whoever it is, wants to uh, wants to come back to Italy. I might as well. It's a private jet. Might as well chance my arm. I think that's more what it is. I hope. Around the, in, around the intergame, didn't mm. Mancini pipe up saying he wants to be Arsenal manager? <laughs> You've just taken yeah. the job. You've only been there two weeks. <laughs> really odd. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're not getting that job anyway. <laughs> but secondly, you've only just joined another job. Yeah. <laughs> Which you previously left. Yeah. 
Italian managers are brilliant, aren't they? We're talking about Ancelotti being um, just <laughs> the absolute don, and then Mancini chancing in his arm. Well, we got a, an update from Fabio Capello. A Fabio Capello pay dispute update. Okay, from, has he been paid yet? Vitaly Mutko, the Russian sports minister, has said by the end of the year the situation should be resolved. The debt to Capello should be cleared. Capello's agent <laughs> is so good, he's got the Russian government in his debt. <laughs> you got to respect that. Yeah, you cannot that help but respect something, that. isn't it? <laughs> Who's uh, your main creditor? The Russian government. <laughs> <laughs> How big is your salary? <laughs> I love that. The debt to Capello. Mm. My goodness. wonder if we're still paying off that. Probably yeah, not. probably. Probably the taxpayer. Um, right, before Pete's Misery Voice game, we've got to go to Argentina, where Racing Club, they beat uh, River Plate a couple of games ago, 1-0 in the Argentinian League. Uh, now, you may remember last April when, uh, uh, in a Bolivian game, there was a, they looked like a ghoulie ghost running along the touchline. Mm. Some strange footage. Or a man. Well, Jim, yeah. let's not jump to conclusions. A pale man. Yeah. Who was very fast <laughs> and running through people. Mm. Um, well, this happened again in that, in, in that match. Uh, Could the, have been that Perez guy. Well... Uh, Oh, yeah, could it be? <laughs> um, uh, footage from this match um, saw what people described as a pale ghost sprinting down the touchline. It's worth seeking out because it does yeah. look very odd, this uh, this thing. Um, and the press said the figure was either a phantom or a person. <laughs> I'm going to go... Per- I'm going to chuck my lot in with person. Yeah. <laughs> no, but do you not think it's better they, they use the word phantom? phantom yeah. Phantom, it's a good yeah, word. Yeah. This sort of air of... Um, Gravitas to it in some strange way, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, indeed. Indeed, very strange. Um, uh, now, uh, uh, playing for Racing Club is Diego Melito. Mm. Oh, coincidence? Mm. He's well. turned up. So it could, it could have been him. <laughs> no, he, he, was, he was on the pitch. Yeah, well, okay. Not in the stands running around. Just trying to offer some solutions. Like a headless phantom. <laughs> didn't, didn't Just call press... me Scully to go along with Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> didn't um, the press speculate that it was an old um, old Racing striker, displeased with current uh, results on the pitch? <laughs> oh, yes, there was some nonsense like that. Well, he wouldn't have been displeased because Racing are pretty much on for the title. Right. Well, what's he doing? But I mean, he's celebrating early. Yeah. I mean, legendary strikers generally just patrol the touchline, don't they? Just run up and down, <laughs> nowhere near the goal. Haunting <laughs> the touchline. <laughs> well, yeah. well, yeah, Diego Melito, he's back. In, uh, he's called the Prince by um, Racing fans. Uh, back at the club where he first started. Now, they won the league when he was there, uh, which was 13 years ago. So he hasn't been at the club for 11 years. So, so 13 years they've been without the trophy. But when he was there... Obviously, he played a big part in them winning the league for the first time in 35 years. So he's gone back from Inter. They won 3-0 on the weekend. And I think, if my calculations are correct, or the Argentinian League's calculations are correct, which should always, be, uh, should always be under scrutiny, Jim, yes. um, uh, they just need to beat Goodoy Cruz, who are 14th at home, to clinch the league, I think. So that, wouldn't that be incredible that he was in the team that won the league uh, for the first time in ages? And off he, he goes off to Europe, and they haven't won the league, and he comes back and... Uh, nice bookends. Nice bookends. Mm. Is, is what I'm talking mm, about. What here. a lovely bookend. What a lovely bookend. Mm. Before we reach this bit of uh, the, the bookend of this bit of the show, there was a recent Masters match between Argentina, uh, Argentina, Argentina and Brazil in northeastern Brazil. Now, the public were promised the likes of Edmilson, Junior, Junior Baiano, Roberto Sensini, Ariel Ortega, but they didn't turn up. So the public were a little bit disappointed. They also were promised Claudio Canigia. They got a Canigia lookalike in the form of Daniel Cordone, who Pete may... He's played for Newcastle. He's played for Newcastle. Yeah, Cordone, sorry. How exciting. He had his hair done up like Canigia. I've seen the picture. He he, he was actually really trying to look like him. Yeah, it should actually be pointed out that he was trying to pass for him as well. It wasn't like they knew he was a lookalike. Yeah, yeah, he did his hair up. It was very clear. He wore his number... 
And he thought, I'll be. Can you? But the funny thing is, he was a professional footballer. <laughs> yeah. well, he's got to have the skills. Be yourself. <laughs> Otherwise, you're not going to be able to pass for him, are you? Yeah. But he never played for Argentina, Cordoni. I think that was the point here. But the, the promoter <laughs> was asked afterwards, was it really Kanija out there? And he went, this is the Kanija, the real Kanija. There is no other Kanija. Stop saying Kanija. It's a phantom Kanija. Well, sure, but hang on. Phantoms so, all over the South well, America. Kanija just sort of say it was, wasn't me? Because he either gets the money or doesn't get the money. If he's not getting the money, he may as well say that it wasn't him. Yeah. yeah. They Why can't find Kanija? him. We saw Kanija, didn't we? Once, we did, yeah. Wembley. Wembley. Yeah. yeah. Really we weird. No one seemed that bothered. It no, couldn't have been him. No, it it must have been. Him. Actually, that's how he it got away Daniel. with it. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Cordoni wouldn't have got past you. Yeah, exactly. No, we know Kanija. There's phantom Kanijas <laughs> popping up all over Terrible, the place. If you it? see a phantom Kanija, get in touch with yeah. us. Show at thefootballramble.com. <laughs> right, now it's time for Pete's Mystery Voice Game. It is indeed time for uh, Pete's Mystery Voice Game. Every single week I chuck a mystery voice at you. Uh, last week um, there was a bit of trouble getting a, a win now. We had to roll it over to the next week. Was that it was that Janine? Yeah. And last week's one uh, was this um, I don't think we, we played a fantastic game you know, a bit of rustiness I think you know it's been a long long break uh, we didn't start the game off very well we created very few chances so uh, a lot of you got involved and uh Did they? Uh, GA House 81, Glyn House, thank you, Glyn. Uh, Callum Aidman. Glyn House? Glyn House. Uh, mm. Callum Aidman, uh, Patrick Sellier, uh, Brett Sterling, Ryan Bayer, uh, Doomy, uh, <laughs> Johnny Gu- Duckworth, uh, Stephen I. Tucker, and Alastair as well. Alastair, I think, got it right within about five minutes of me posting the Whoa. episode, which was incredible. Well, given that the, the, the part of the show comes about 45 minutes in. He skipped straight to that. Then. He, he, he properly has. has. He's ignored properly the whole has. rest yeah, of the exactly. show. That's the only reason he's listening. A lot, yeah. uh, lot of uh, wrong answers. Uh, Matty Patterson, not a bad one. Uh, Adam Lewarden, uh, Lewon, Lewon. Uh, Michael Judson, Marco Gabbiadini, no. Uh, a lot of Mark Fish shouts, because uh, he was clearly a South African chap. Uh, Mark Viduka, uh, Benny McCarthy, Ija Good-Johnson, mental. Uh, <laughs> thank you, George, uh, for that one. Well, Mark Viduka's Australian. That's not even in the same continent. No, I know. It's, it's, it's Antip- Antipodean. <laughs> Um, that's, literally, if you're getting within the same <laughs> hemisphere, and that's it. It's not a good guess. The answer was Eric Tinkler. Oh, oh nice. I can't believe anyone got that. There was, there was a couple of people having a go at me on on email, going, "Well, you should just choose a different um, a different uh, player. I think you should shouldn't get one that's so obvious." You should, right? you should have it's replied, "Eric Tinkler." Eric Tinkler. You should have Eric Tinkler, Lovejoy sidekick. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Hey, you should have replied, "Oh, I'm the Tinkler man." <laughs> <laughs> He's apparently the uh, current caretaker manager at Orlando Pirates. Thank Thanks you to is. Patrick Sellier for that uh, information. Thanks he is. There we go. Here's the email. Stephen Itucker says, uh, Also, you might want to look somewhere else other than YouTube. I'll pick a country with more options, given that anyone who recognises an accent can look up foreign Premier League players. And he sent me a link uh, for foreign Premier League players. Did he get it right? Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> enemy of the Ram. Enemy number one of the Ram. No, he's got to be a friend. And Can he be a friend and also no, enemy? No, we can take his friendship away. Fairweather yeah. friend, <laughs> Stephen Itucker. Thank sort you, of Stephen friend I. that always slates you when you're not around. <laughs> I'll be honest, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but thank you for getting involved. This is this week's. Of course, you can lose a game, but you also can win a game, and I like this this uh, special feeling. If you know who that is, here it is again. Of course, you can lose a game, but you also can win a game, and I like this this uh, special feeling. If you know who that is, uh, just get in touch. Put the name of the player in the subject line uh, to voice at the football dot com. Great work, Peter. A thing that I don't necessarily have right now. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, uh, like they're taunting you every time they email you. Yeah. Now it's time for the uh, highlights of the week with Luke Aaron Moore. Hi, guys. Hello. It's just Hi. me over here with the highlights of the week. And this was by far the most popular post on our Facebook page. Now, for those of you who don't use Facebook or uh, aren't particularly bothered about it, 
was an opportunity to like certain comments on the page. If someone writes something you agree with, you yeah. click the like button. 53 likes this got. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. From Josh Clark. My heart of the week was Pete paying 53 quid to see Newcastle lose to an understrike West Ham. Something we can all get behind. Yeah. Yeah. Can Josh Clark have Stephen I. Tucker's friend of the Rambles? He can. Yeah, 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 yeah. He can, yeah. Excellent. Um, oh, um, another more uh, serious, uh, slightly more serious note. Callum Clue says, it was nice to see the cricket bats put out, notably from Adam mm. Federici and Mila Yedinak. Yeah. Obviously in honour of uh, the tragic uh, death yeah. of, of Phil yeah, Hughes, the cricketer. Yeah. Um, sad to see. Um, but a touching tribute. Um, Alex James Marshall says, the quality of that banner at the Arsenal game even our banners are middle class <laughs> yeah, it's a beautifully proper written job, wasn't it? no yeah. wasted bed sheets on yeah. that no grammatical errors or anything no, like that nothing no, it's proper um, here we go oh I've actually got I forgot to say this earlier this will be a surprise to you three because I forgot to run it past you I've got a Kevin Carruthers update oh, hello, hello. Nice. there so you go for those Good of news. you who listened fairly recently Kevin Carruthers is <laughs> not think, his real name I think that's pre-Pete isn't it no, 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 no don't, don't be uh, silly come on Kevin Carruthers uh, <laughs> has played for the Ramble team yeah Kevin Carruthers well don't come on don't give it away okay yeah, we never yeah, do the team sheet there's going to be a certain amount of people who are going to know who that is now Okay. Kevin Carruthers, not his real name, is a man who uh, got a job at a company and somewhere along the line, it, his boss <laughs> thought he was a Spurs fan. But he isn't yes. a Spurs fan. He's a Leeds United fan, but it's gone way too far. Now, he's still... I haven't heard of him for a while, but he, he, told, he emailed me earlier saying he's still working for the same company. <laughs> and he said, I've got... I've got hard well, actually, and you should also add that he's had trips up to Old Trafford and stuff like that with his manager. Well, if you if I was to tell you that the, the message started with my life has now gone far too deep, <laughs> you'll know that you'll know that be interested. He said my boss is now taking me and my wife skiing to his place in the Alps, and our whole friendship is founded on a Spurs lie. Amazing. <laughs> what a week away that would be. Oh, we want an update on this. Mm, this is Dolly Brasco esque. He also he also says that another highlight of his week is that um, I believe he, I believe he's a, he's a lawyer, and he said um, I got a response from an opposing solicitor which referred to his client's behaviour this week as, in quotes, just banter. <laughs> I feel we've really jumped the shot with the term banter now. I'd like to blame Soccer AM. It's yeah, criminal absolutely. now. Yeah, it's actually, actually criminal, yeah. banter. Actually, criminal, criminal banter. banter. Criminal banter. One of the, my favourite things to do on, tw- on Twitter is just look at what Richard Key says yeah. and then look at what people reply to him. Yeah. And a lot of them genuinely just say banter. <laughs> Whatever he says, what people was just that reply like, banter. Like, there was one the other week where um, he, Richard Key essentially just made up a story that um, he... <laughs> He heard that Steven Gerrard was told on the flight over for Brendan Rodgers that he wasn't playing the Real Madrid game. Uh, apparently he wasn't very happy and stuff. First reply was someone saying, he's got a hamstring injury, you banter-loving cunt. <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't, I'm not apologising for using the C word by Richard Keyes. Well, you're quoting someone, aren't you? Let's go back to the, uh, the highlights of the week. Uh, Mark Magnuson says, Lee Dixon's commentary on Adam Johnson's effort that went just wide of the post was amazing. Mm. It was something to the effect of, unfortunately, the, be- the ball fell to his weaker foot. Had he been able to hit it with his left, he may have scored. We all know his left is his stronger foot, but look at his effort with the right foot. It's like he's got a wet fish strapped to the bottom of his leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent bit of punditry. I like that. Yeah. Superb. Uh, uh, what else have I got here? Oh, I'm, you can really I'm, visual that the way. I promised you a Phil Brown. Yes, I'm delivering you a Phil no, Brown. Think... Well, more more accurately, Jason Burt Darcy is offering you one. No, he says I was at Roots Hall for Southend versus Northampton, and early in the first half, a clearance was shanked high, high up in the air. The ball <laughs> lingered for a moment before eventually coming down flush onto Sir Phil Brown's head, <laughs> knocking, nice. knocking off his flat cap. Everyone in the stadium fell about laughing, apart from the great one himself, who, in typical Phil Brown fashion, tried to style it out. <laughs> and I'll finish off with this one from Mike Hilton saying this week I saw a grown man fishing his half and half scarf out of the bin after another grown man wrestled it off him and, p- and binned it 
You know what? I, at the West Ham Newcastle match, I saw someone with a half and half West Ham and Newcastle scarf for wow. that fixture. Yeah, Brilliant. what that was all about. How many did you buy? <laughs> Actually, I think the highlight of did it angered you so <laughs> much you put it in a bin. Is this a link through to your eBay page? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you are watching on Aircast, just click on the link now. Yeah. Um, uh, I think my highlight was uh, definitely um, we we're running late for the match, and I ran. Uh, we were running, well, walking rather quickly towards the, uh, the the football match of the weekend, and uh, there was this policewoman. Um, confiscating cans of lager from all the people who had been walking towards it with drinking and that and, uh, and a lad called uh, Mart uh, who's at Return of the Mag on Twitter he shouted boo and the policeman went boo piss humbug <laughs> which which is unprofessional which is unprofessional yeah. but also brilliant isn't isn't boo piss humbug is not a thing no. cock piss park piss park exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> good for her that's great my highlight of the week perhaps was uh, Spartans progressing in the Scottish Cup Good for them, eh? Mm. Good for them. Good go, news all round. Go tell them. Mine was our tour going on sale. Oh! Oh! Hey, what about that? We've announced, and unfortunately, in between the last show, <laughs> announced and sold out live shows from Manchester at the uh, National Football Museum, which should be amazing, Edinburgh at the Pleasance One, and the Bloomsbury Theatre in London. Now, with the Bloomsbury Theatre in London, I think at time of recording, there may be literally a handful left. Last time I looked, there was two tickets. So, left. yeah, get on there if you can. Um, the best thing to do in these sort of situations, we will announce more shows, and I think there might be some returns available for the Bloomsbury Theatre show. Yes. We'll keep your posts on that. It's likely. But <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but keep it on social media. So Twitter uh, at the Football Ramble, at Football Ramble, Facebook.com forward slash Football Ramble, and the website thefootballramble.com to get as much information as you can. Unfortunately, they sell very quickly. We don't fucking know Understand why. why <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they do. Presumably, so, some sort of glitch in the ticketing system. Exactly. Mm. Keep an eye on that website though, because you may see some returns for the London show if you're that way inclined. Also, think, if your city missed out, we are intending to uh, to do more. Dates no, if you missed few... out, right? You haven't took, taken my advice. At the end of every show, I say. Get us on Twitter and the website. Yeah. Your own fault. We're selling them out. <laughs> Bigger than Buddha. <laughs> um, uh, wow. But seriously, if there are tickets left, then uh, buy them. And seriously, if Buddha's listening. <laughs> go to the website. Kelly does a great job. Yeah. <laughs> Footballram.com, Buddha. She's, she's our Buddha. <laughs> yeah, she is. Indeed. That's it, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the, the Twitter, at Football Ramble. The, the Twitter. Website, the Twitter, mate. The Facebooks. The lot. Uh, say goodbye, Pete. Um, oh no, do your absolute radio. I'll do my absolute radio yeah, thing. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much. Uh, Sorry, yeah. You put your jumper on. I thought you were about to leave. There's games tomorrow night and Wednesday. Right. Yeah, well, they, they don't have those. <laughs> well, I'm just they saying they only have e weekend ones. People Do still like football. Yeah, yeah. Have a conversation, mate. Shut up, we're off to the potteries for Stoke vs Arsenal. Live and exclusive on Absolute Radio. John Champion and Clark Kyle in the commentary box with three and Russ Williams from 130 with guests and that. Stoke 2, Arsenal 1. Ooh, big <laughs> chat. Say goodbye, Jim. Fuck off, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Bye from me. Bigger than Buddha. Love saying that. Bigger than Buddha. <laughs> change when I say Luke Moore because that's the same as Nate Dog. It should be, it should be the same. It's the same <laughs> You're the same as Nate Dog. No, because if I exchange Nate Dog for Luke Moore, it's the same amount of syllables. It shouldn't be annoying. It shouldn't be hard. That's how I work. Nobody's it out, asking right? you to do that, Luke. Well, I am myself.